Hey, hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? Can you be grateful for the virus? Is that callous? Is it cold? Is it selfish? Are you being insensitive? I'd like to offer an enlightened perspective on this today, and my goal is to very simply get you back into an optimal state. My name is Matthew Ferry, and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. This is your moment to pause, to slow down, to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. So is it callous to be grateful? Is it cold? Is it selfish? Is it insensitive to be grateful for this virus? Yes and no. So yeah, it's, it's insensitive if you are talking to someone who has been negatively affected by the virus. Instead, I think it's best practice actually to have empathy and to be a good citizen and to be supportive and, and uh, to really try, seek to understand. But no, at the same time, gratitude for the virus is not callous, it's not cold, it's not selfish or insensitive. If you're using that gratitude as a mechanism for finding your own inner strength and fortitude. So let's talk about basic gratitude, uh, which is kind of like what I talked about on my last video, the 10 happy thoughts that you can think right now in quarantine. Uh, and then we'll go to a more mastery level gratitude, which will help you to find out or figure out how do I feel grateful for terrible things like this virus? So basic gratitude, two psychologists, uh, Dr. Robert A. Emmons uh, of the University of California, Davis, and Dr. Michael McCullough, I think that's how you say his name, of the University of Miami. These two people have done much of the research on gratitude. And in one study, uh, they asked their participants to write down a few sentences each day to focus on particular topics. And one group, they wrote down things that they were grateful for that occurred during the week. The second group just wrote down daily irritations, uh, things that they were displeased about. And then the third thing they just wrote about whatever, right? They could just write about the events that you had that particular week, no particular emphasis of positive or negative. Well, after 10 weeks, those who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic and they felt better about their lives. And surprisingly, they exercised more, they had fewer visits to the doctor, and they also focused um, a lot less on the negatives of their life. In other words, we all have negatives. There's all, there is all that stuff going on. But generally, they just had this elevated mood. So basic gratitude is very, very powerful. And that's what we're talking about there where you're just writing down things that you're happy about or you're grateful for. Look at my last video and, and get some ideas on that. But mastery level gratitude contains the power to transform your world and to transform the people around you. Mastery level gratitude can turn defeat into victory, can change the direction of your life from negative to positive. So if you think about what gratitude is, it's actually some form of acknowledgement and acceptance. So you're essentially accepting, you're, you're saying that this thing is okay by me. You're accepting it and what you accept will transform and what you resist will persist. And this is so important because if you resist this situation, you will keep it stuck in your reality and it will loop and it will get worse and worse and worse, it'll fester. But if you seek to accept it, to appreciate it, to honor it, it will transform it. It won't change it. It'll transform it in the way that you experience it, which will then transform the way that you behave and operate. Now look, if you're this far into this video, 
I'm assuming that you are a high conscious individual. And at high levels of consciousness, you're able to realize that there is no such thing as a victim. That's a contextualization. But why? You know, do bad things happen to good people? Kinda, but it's more like this. Things happen to good people that those people didn't want to have happen. Or things happen to good people that those good people um, lost something or in some way they were degraded or debilitated. Are they a victim? Well, that's really just the relationship. It's only their relationship to the event, what they say to themselves and others about that situation that actually creates the experience that they're having, whether they're a victim of it or not. Now, this is not, again, this is not for you and I to go out and declare that people who are actually experiencing suffering from this virus um, aren't victims. That would actually be preposterous. This is for you and I to create some inner fortitude and strength. So this is a conversation for the inside. This is not a conversation for the outside, okay? But in general, life is just your perspective. It's just the label that you're giving to things. It's an opinion that you have. So with mastery level gratitude, you can actually play around with this. And this is what I'd like you to do. So rather than starting with the virus, let's start with some other things, okay? Let's go to mastery level gratitude. Can you find gratitude for the insanity of the people around you, their arrogance, their judgment, their violence, their anger, their ignorance, their selfishness, and their powerlessness. If you step all the way back, I would be willing to bet that you could see in them that there are positives to those, quote, negatives. You also wanna look for the positivity or the gratitude in the negativity of life destruction, failures, setbacks, the things that annoy you, the things that you don't like, the things that you wish were different. It's really a practice in taking responsibility for what you're experiencing. Not that it's true because it's not true or false. The things that we're talking about are not provable. In other words, anything that you resist can be recontextualized with gratitude when you look at it through the lens of high consciousness. So let's, let's back way up. And let's talk about enlightenment in general. What is that? Well, enlightenment is the recognition that the source of life for you is the source of life for everyone and everything. The source of life for you is the source of life for everyone and everything. That is a contextual framework that has you experience that all is well, no matter what's happening. We are all one thing expressing itself with infinite variety. It's lovely to think that you are guiding and directing your life, but if you step all the way back, it's really hard to separate your propensities, your instincts. You don't know where your inspiration is coming from. You don't know why you think the way you think. You don't know what the, the greater influence, the broader influence is of all the things around you and how they are guiding and shaping and shifting the way that you're operating. At some point, you can surrender to the idea that you are the universe expressing itself. And as you do that, you just let go and you surrender. The virus is made of the same stuff that you are. 
it is essentially these 36 elementary particles in the in the quantum field that are self-assembling into everything that we see everything we experience everything you are everything i am everything 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 is essentially these different configurations of these uh, at least at this moment we see that there are 36 of them coming together these electrons protons and quarks and you know don't 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 hold me accountable to being a scientist i am a science nerd but that's about it okay i just i i geek out on it and what we're talking about here is conceptual and contextual you are the virus and the virus is you now we're getting a little bit uh, overly philosophical and heady here. So let's just get brass tacks, okay? I want to finish this up with some brass tacks way for you to start to get grateful for this virus right now. You, my friend, are the creator of your experience. You're not the creator of life. You are the creator of your experience. You're guiding and directing the way that you're the, um, choosing to describe things. And you get to decide how you describe things. Now, that's a little, I'm giving, you some, I'm giving you some latitude here, but you and I both know you have some habitual ways of describing things that always make you a victim. I wonder if you can catch those. Your descriptions determine the experience that you are having of the situation and the experience that you're having of the situation then determine your response. So if you decide to be grateful for the virus, you, you'll shift your relationship to the situation that you're in right now. You begin to embrace what is happening rather than resisting what is happening. And if you embrace it, you'll get creative, you'll get resourceful, you'll get open. If you resist it, you'll get anxious, you'll get fearful, you'll, you'll get shut down, you'll get afraid, maybe depressed. If you're gonna be grateful for the destruction that this virus is creating, you might contextualize it like this. For example, the attitudes of greed that have been so rampant lately, the arrogant politics and the, the fighting and the divisiveness that has, has, has separated us, the every man for himself uh, attitude that has been so present in society lately as we've been prospering at this crazy level is being thrown out of favor. And it's thrown out in favor of recognizing that we're all one world, one people. We are all dependent on each other. Every country, every person, every neighbor. Have you seen your neighbor's response? You've got those who are isolationists, but then you have all these other people who are like, hey, what's up, right? We're, we're trying to get connected to each other again because we're realizing, oh yeah, we all need each other. You might be grateful for that. You might create a grateful context like, hmm, you know what? Prior to COVID-19, we took so many things for granted. We didn't realize how easy our lives were, how many luxuries we had. But now, oh man, those basics, toilet paper, for example, man, we took that stuff for granted and it is precious and it is prized. You might be grateful for the break that this is giving you the slowing down. I'm grateful that it has re-engaged me, for example, in making my daily enlightenment videos and podcasts, in sharing these ideas with you. But you might be grateful for the break, the slowing down, and the reconsideration of priorities and values. My friend, this situation isn't anything 
until you call it something. And you get to call it. This situation isn't anything until you call it something. You're not responding to the situation. You're responding to what you're calling it, the interpretation, the words you're using, the context you're holding. You're not responding to the situation. What you're experiencing is nothing like what other people are experiencing. Everybody is having an experience based on the contextual framework that they're holding. The question is, will you, my high conscious friend, will you take control of your context? Here's my request today. Practice letting go of your positions about how it's supposed to be or how it is or how screwed we are or how that person did the wrong and that guy didn't make the right decision. And I agree with those people and those people are wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Let all that stuff go. Let go of your interpretations and your opinions. And I want you to simply look for this kind of idea. What is creating my anxiety and my suffering? Because it's not the situation. It's what you're labeling it. And then practice being grateful for it instead. Now, will you put your ideas down below in the comments? Because I'd love to hear what you're grateful for about this. Will you tell me what you're grateful for for the virus? I'd, I, it would be so interesting for me to be able to get grateful for the same things that you are. And will you share this video with the people like us, the people who have the ability to be grateful in these very challenging times? Will you do that for me? My friend, I am really, really excited to see what is going to come next this destruction is creating the next evolution the next phase and we're living it we're living in these historic times i request that you begin to develop some optimism but not optimism that is annoying and agitating to others optimism that is on the inside that says this destruction is leading to creation and all creation is destructive and all destruction leads to creation there they go hand in hand it's just where you look on the time on the uh you know the time scale so thank you so much for tuning in i'm matthew ferry and this is your daily enlightenment